Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the How Should I Bro podcast. I'm your host, Sam Richardson. I'm Tim Pickerel. And I have a slight hemorrhoidal tear. I'll <laughs> <laughs> have to get you a Band-Aid for that. Today's show is brought to you by the premier independent comic book company, Show Me Comics. They've got their awesome 64-page full-color graphic, Naffle Hafu. And you can check it out now by going to www.showmecomics.com. Show is also brought to you by Extreme Krav Maga in Fenton. That is the home of Team Sam Personal Training. It is where I do all of my boot camps, my MMA classes, my uh, my individual private sessions. So that's Extreme Krav Maga. Check them out. Either of you ever uh, ever done like a, a a plan to go into a diet or any extreme like fitness plans? I've been on several in my time several of them a lot of people I tend to do it around new year's went on this kind of crazy one where you eat reverse through your digestive system and i had a heath bar and those things if the toffee breaks right can be pretty sharp and that's how i got my slight <laughs> oh that's wow <laughs> that that's a first that is a first well i bring that up because one of the one of the plans that I that I put my clients on whenever either whenever they first come to me or maybe after they've been into it for a little while and their body's adjusted and they start to slow down in the weight loss process is something that I call the thirty day Team Sam Challenge. And if you uh, if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you uh, you probably see me hashtag that, or you might see some of my clients have uh, have either of you guys ever seen me posting about the thirty day team Sam? Oh yeah, absolutely. And then I have some mutual friends that you train that. Well, Davey Vega, I've seen his thirty day team Sam challenge. I'm trying to get Dave Pickerel to do the thirty day team Sam, but I yeah, good luck with that's that. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, I've seen you post some stuff about that. So every, every time that I post these and I do the hashtag, I get other people that are on social media that will see the pictures. Maybe they know my clients. Maybe they're mutual friends. Maybe they're just people that I went to school with or that I know, and they see it, and they go, what? what is the 30-day the Team Sam challenge? You know, What is that? Is it, a, is it a, a special way of eating? Is it a special food you sell? Is it, a, is it a diet plan? Is it some type of wrap? And I have to go on to explain how it's it's not a gimmick or anything like that. Really, it's a uh, it's a jump start of getting into the fitness lifestyle. Okay, because if it's not some kind of rap. You should have a rap that goes along with it. All about the thirty day challenge. <laughs> I'll write it for you if you want it. You just need to find somebody <laughs> to perform it. No, you have to perform it. No, I want Vanilla Ice to perform it because when the Ninja Turtles were fighting, he just came up with that stuff on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Vanilla Ice, really impressive. Jordan is full of shit. <laughs> what a lot of the listeners probably uh, don't know is that he moonlights on the weekends as a as a rapper. His name is JJ Diesel, and I think I think you've got a future. You could be the next Eminem. Well, I have two personas. One is JJ Diesel, and one's Tidy MC Flossum. <laughs> <laughs> I think the latter's doing better, but I don't know. we'll see. So, so what the 30-day Team Sam challenge is, is it's, it's 30 days where you have to get your system used to eating little to no processed foods. Now, I know when I bring someone in that's brand new that, you know, that they've been eating, um, they've been eating not so well for the past few years, maybe their entire life. So when they get onto this, 
whenever I say no processed foods, I go, I understand it's it's going to be a bit of a uh, of a working process because as I've addressed in, in other episodes, many people eat bad not on purpose, but because they don't understand that what they're eating is bad. Because there's a lot of foods out there that are marketed as low fat or no carb and you think that it's healthy and it's not. So the 30-Day Team Sam challenge is to get you into 30 days of no preservatives. You're not you're not putting a bunch of chemicals and junk into your system. You're taking 30 days to get that out. So I'll sit down with the clients and I'll, I'll write out like a list of foods that they're allowed to have on, on this 30 days. And, uh, you know, we cut out carbs after 3 p.m. And... Uh, the idea is to get them eating as organically clean and raw as possible to get a lot of these preservatives and chemicals that have been built up into their system for the past you know, several years, if not their entire life, and jumpstart their weight loss or jumpstart the whole process of eliminating a lot of this junk from their system or whatever it is. When the 30 days is over, it doesn't mean that the you know, that the plan is done or that they can just go back to eating horribly. You know, the 30-day the Team Sam challenge is, is really a, uh, it's a look into what the nutrition plan that I put most beginners on. It's just that after the 30 days, they can schedule a cheat meal here or there. Now, with that said, when I say, when I say as clean or as raw as possible, I always tell them if you didn't cook it yourself or you can't eat it raw, you can't have it. And that's where I go back to the foods that are labeled as low fat or no carb. People think that if they see that that box of crackers, that's like, oh, it's it's whole wheat thins, and it's you know, wheat it's low fat, it's low fat whole grain, multi grain wheat thins. Oh, I guess I can have this. This must be part of the thirty day team Sam challenge. But it's made out of sweet potatoes and sea salt. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> those are trendy and organic. I have to have something that tastes good because if it doesn't taste good, I won't like it. So, the the idea of going thirty days without the the processed foods and the chemicals it's just to, it's to start to wean yourself off of this stuff. So that after the thirty days, you go, okay, if I could do that for thirty days, you know, I can make this a lifestyle. I can throw in those cheat days every once in a while. So. That's where I'll write out the food list and I show them, look, you know, we're going to stick to lean proteins. We're going to get your grilled chicken. We're going to get some ground turkey. We can have fish on this. We can have certain, you know, lean, lean beef. You can Swedish have a- fish, <laughs> Swedish fish, <laughs> Swedish fish, um, you know, all, all the green vegetables, all the colored vegetables, as long as you're, you're, you're cooking these things yourself, as long as you're not getting them out of a can. You can't call them colored anymore. Well, Okay. You can, all right? The government just recently passed a bill that said as long as you're referring to vegetables and fruit, you can use the term colored. Uh, you can use the term um, vegetable American. Oh. And uh, you can refer to them specifically as green, blue, yellow, orange. It's cool. But okay. if you call them colored right before you like mash them or chop them up you'll probably get a longer sentence yeah (laughs) then yes you'll get arrested it is a hate crime um but so part of the 30-day team sam is 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 saying well you can have these vegetables obviously but you don't want them to come in a box you don't want them to be frozen you don't want them in a can because even something like vegetables food manufacturers have found a way to take something like so nutritious like a vegetable and fuck it up they found ways to take these things and freeze them and put a bunch of salt on them and throw sauce on them and then, you know, mark it as a healthy TV dinner. A lot of a lot of people out there don't know that that's, that's not the same thing as eating a vegetable fresh. 
may I interject? <laughs> yes. So one thing that I've uh, learned over time, and it's not like I didn't know it, but I did something similar, uh, but I called it a whole foods diet one time, and that the labeling on the back of the box is government regulated, but the labeling on the front of the box is not. So on the front of the box, that's where they'll put all the stuff that says that makes it sound good. Yes, that's a good point. Like it'll say made from 100% organic wheat germ and you're and it is, but it's made from a whole bunch of other crap too and you won't see that unless you look on the back. Right, of the until box. you flip it over and then you go to that ingredient list and you'll see, you know, wheat germ and then you'll see like 500 other things. Some of them are words like as long as my arm. Like it, you probably can't pronounce them. If you if you cannot pronounce it, it's probably a nasty chemical. And whenever you eat it, it's it's going to do some pretty crazy things to your insides. You're not going to notice it immediately. It's a long-term effect. But, yeah, those things build up in your system. And you don't know if you just are walking through a food aisle and you're looking at the boxes and the cans and you're just reading some of these marketing terms that they use and you think, oh, it's 100% wheat germ. It must be good for me. Mm-hmm. Now, the other part of the, the 30-Day Team Sam Challenge that uh, – that people tend to have the most difficulty with is the no carbohydrates after 3 p.m. When I used to write this out, you know, before I came up with the whole, I, I had to give a gimmick to this. All right. I, I learned a while back that if I just wrote out a food plan or I talked about carb timing, it's like people would be all motivated at first. They'd be like, yeah, I, you know, I'm ready to do this. I'm finally going to lose weight this time or it's New Year's and it's my revolution or it's my resolution or, you know, I got made fun of the other day and I'm, I'm really going to, I'm going to do it this time. When they're in that, 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 that mentality, that that short-term motivation, that's easy to stick with for two or three days. Yeah, so if you're like at Steak and Shake <laughs> and you call some girl really fat and then a waitress comes up and says, she's fat, you're freaking fat. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God, I am fat. That's short-term. Yes, you know, yes. You'll, you'll probably be motivated for a day or two. So if you if you came to me right after that, that scenario and you were like and i I really want to make fun of fat girls but my (laughs) my own weight gain is hampering me from being able to do that effectively what What do i do like i need to lose weight so that i can make fun of other fat people what if you went to the back of steak and chicken cook the burger yourself well i guess that depends on the ingredients that are in it because if that hamburger came in a came in a can or it was frozen when it got to you then it doesn't count but but, but like in that in that scenario where the person that maybe they were ridiculed and for a day or two they're on fire they're like that's it I'm going to change it I'm never going to have this happening and so let's let's just say let's just throw this scenario out there that you know this person is in their hyper motivated mood and they come and they see me they hire me that day they hire me the next day they're they're fired up they're going to do it and I sit there and I, I lay out a meal plan for them and I educate them on you know, proteins and carbohydrates and fats and how they work and how they affect the body and how they affect the fat loss process. They might follow that for like a week. They'll be on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. I'm going to do this this time. And then as, as the next like week or so goes on, that motivation tends to wane because there's no end point, mm-hmm. you know, and, and on, I try if, if they don't have a goal, like, like new people come in and it, specifically for you know women i get a lot of women that come to go well you know i'm getting married you know in eight months okay awesome we've got a we've got an end point there we've got a goal you know you want to look the absolute best that you can um 
some of them just had a baby, you know, and they're like, oh, I just had a baby and I've got this high school reunion coming up in, in four months, you know, can I, can I lose 25 pounds in that time? You know, okay, we've got that, we've got that endpoint. But uh, for many people, they don't have that endpoint. Their motivation wasn't because there's a reunion or a wedding coming up. Their motivation is just, you know, they realized how hard it was to get off the floor after they were playing with their kid or their grandkid or, or the, 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 the scenario that we presented, the person that got made fun of. You know, so there's no real endpoint to that. So what I have to do is try to create the endpoint for them. And I used to say, well, here's what we're going to do. You know, we're going to try to lose, you know, two to three pounds of body fat every one or two weeks. And then over the course of so many weeks, we're going to hit your first goal, which is losing 10 pounds in the next. I would try to use, you know, that number is their next goal. But uh-huh. everybody's different. Every 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 metabolism's different. Everybody's going to stick to the diet a little bit different. So it just it made those endpoints. They weren't as they weren't as real. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't feel like something that was right there. So what I did was I created the thirty day Team Sam challenge, where I said, okay, now we've got an endpoint and it's right there. That is something that is easy for them to see because you know, how many times have you guys set a plan for something that's like a fucking year away from now? And you're all motivated, but a year, you don't realize like how far away that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but if I said two weeks from now or a month from now, 30 days from now, that feels a lot more real and immediate than saying, you know, a year from now or five or six months from now. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so the 30 day team Sam was started. Honestly, to get that endpoint, to have something that's very soon that felt more real to them, that that they could make it to without it being you know a full ten months or twelve months you know away, but it's something that that, that they could realistically stick to. If I said, "Look, we got to change the way that you eat. We're going to flip your carbs around. And we're going to bring all this organic stuff in. and We're going to cut a lot of this fat processed shit out. And you got to do this for the rest of your life." Yeah. In that moment of motivation, yeah, they're going to do that. But the week later, when they're no longer in that mindset, when they start thinking, I got to do this for my whole life. I got to do this forever. I can't stick with this. So I learned it's so much easier mentally to throw that, to throw that first 30 day in front of them. Say, look, it's 30 days from now. That, that's not that long. What, four weeks? That's a month. You can do this. Then once we get to that, you know, then, then we'll add something else to this. We'll be able to keep going with it, but let's hit that first 30 days. So the, the plan itself, it's 30 days, no processed foods, no preservatives. You got to watch out because a lot of food manufacturers will throw stuff out there that seems organic and they'll say, oh, no preservatives, no chemicals. So they just load it up with salt. So we still have to monitor the amount of sodium we're taking in. I'm trying to keep everybody, at least the beginners, you know, around 1500 milligrams daily or less. We Bump the water intake up. They got to be taking over 120 ounces of water a day. By bringing that sodium down and bumping that water up, they're going to piss out a lot of the water that they've been retaining. And then the no carbohydrates after 3 p.m. I used to say midday, but I've learned that everybody's days are quite different and they're really fucking long. So 3 p.m. seems to be like the the overall standard general time for 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 midday. For most people. So why no carbs after three? All right. This is where I wish I could draw a graph for everybody, but you got to look at it like this. Your body has something called, it's got a circadian rhythm. Mm-hmm. All right. We have like an internal clock that, that we go by and 
when when we go to bed at night, our body kind of switches over and it uses this stuff called glycogen to fuel all the metabolic activity that goes on. So when you're sleeping, your brain starts becoming very active. It goes through these patterns of sleep. It goes through this cycle called REM, which is actually where your brain goes through and it deletes all the files that it doesn't need for the day. And that's where it goes through a lot of the recovery process for all the stress that you've put your body under. For your brain to do this, it needs energy. Your brain uses carbohydrates in its most simplest form called glycogen. Now, while you're sleeping, your body doesn't just shut down. Mm -hmm. You're still breathing. Your heart's still pumping blood. Your lungs are still bringing oxygen in and getting rid of deoxygenated blood and circulating that stuff all through the body. There's a lot of metabolic processes that are going on in this factory of of your body. For all these processes to happen, they require energy. They require calories, and your body's mainly going to use glycogen to do all this. So any glycogen that was stored up in your muscles and in your liver, that's what you're going to use while you're sleeping for however long that you're asleep, whether that's eight hours or five hours, three hours, ten hours, you're using glycogen. So when you wake up in the morning, most of your glycogen levels are depleted. Okay, Your body's needing glycogen at that point. So the brain says, look, if you feed me carbohydrates when you wake up, I'm going to store that shit away as glycogen. Now, I guess uh, to go back, when you eat a carbohydrate, what it does is it breaks down into sugars. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is the part that food manufacturers will mislead people. This is where a lot of the ones that think that they're eating healthy you know, aren't depending on what their goals are. If you're a fucking athlete, you're trying to put muscle on, you're training for some competition, then you need carbohydrates on a on a different level than what I'm bringing the 30-day Team Sam into. Most of the people that do the 30-day Team Sam challenge are trying to lose weight, and they're trying to do it through the form of burning body fat because we don't want to lose muscle. We don't want to lose water weight. We want to make sure we're burning fat when we do this. So the carb timing plan that I'm on is for optimal fat burning. So with that, how we process where we store our glycogen at is going to change than what like an athlete would or somebody trying to build a, a shit ton of muscle. Now, so damn it, it, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I have a question. Yes. So most of your clients, when they come in, they probably have habits that they've developed. Oh, definitely. And one of the habits is probably, and I speak from experience myself, when you come home from a day of work, where you're done dealing with your kids or whatever and you're stressed and you want to do something to relieve that stress, a lot of people will eat. Definitely. You know, snack to relieve their stress. So knowing that, you know, what are some tools somebody can put in their toolbox or more like what is some food they can put in their lunchbox that at that point in the day that let's say that, you know, they get the kids to bed and they've got like an hour or two to veg out in front of the TV and because the habit is going to, even if they're not physically hungry, the habit's going to tell them, hey, this is when you eat. You know, this is when you snack. Is there something that fits into both your category of you made it yourself or it's organic and it's also not a carb that they can use to kind of fill in that habit until they lose that habit? Oh, for sure. And what you just explained is 90% of the people that, that come in and see me. First time mm-hmm. we talk, that 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 is the most common thing is... I'll hear this. They'll say, "I I don't understand why I'm why I'm over oh, why I'm overweight. I only eat one time a day." Mm-hmm. Well, let me guess. You only eat dinner, right? 
yeah, so how come I put on all this weight? I don't eat breakfast. I don't eat lunch. I go all day without eating, and then whenever I finally go home from work because I don't have time, I get everything ready, and I feed the kids, and I feed my husband, and that's the only time that I eat. That's And this is where the carb timing comes in and why I do the no carbs after 3 p.m. thing and, and, and the glycogen story that, that I'm going into is your body, the longer that you're awake, the less that you're going to store a carbohydrate away as glycogen. So when, when you eat a carbohydrate, all it is is sugar. That's all carbohydrates are. They are sugars. And depending on how many are linked together, determine whether it's a simple sugar or a complex carbohydrate. And where people get misled is they think, oh, well, if something's complex, if it's wheat bread, if it's brown rice, if it's a sweet potato, that that's a good carb. And that a bad carb is like white bread and white rice and you know sugary fucking sodas and stuff. If you're trying to burn fat, all carbs are bad at a certain time. Mm-hmm. And at other times, the good carbs are okay, the bad ones, eh. So oh, what ah. what happens what happens like in the in the scenario you're talking about uh-huh. is you'll have a person that goes all day without eating. So what's happened is they've gone all day without their body refilling its glycogen stores. The longer that you're awake, the less your brain wants to store a carb as glycogen. Doesn't matter if it's a complex carb or a simple carb, because once it hits your stomach, the the, the acid tears it all down to simple form anyway. If you go all day without any glycogen in your system, your body has to have it because when you create energy to do anything, whether it's breathing, whether it's walking across the room, or whether it's deadlifting 900 pounds, you have to have glycogen present to start the whole process of energy. Like if, if anybody out there has ever heard of the Krebs cycle or know what it was, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about, but most of you don't. So when, when, you're, when you're creating energy to do anything activity-wise, you have to have a certain amount of glycogen, which is what carbs break down into, sugar. You have to have a little bit of that present for certain activities. You have to have a lot of it present for very intense activities. But even if you're somebody that you're not doing intense exercising, you don't have a very hard job, still the process of being alive, of breathing, requires energy, and all that requires some amount of glycogen. So let's say if you're waking up and you're not eating carbohydrates, you're going all day long without eating because your job is so busy and you're hectic with the kids because you had no glycogen in your system to be alive, to create energy, you needed glycogen. So your body ripped apart the muscle cells. It turned the protein, the amino acids in your muscles, it ripped those apart to make glycogen out of it. So in the scenario you're talking about, you're going all day long with no glycogen. So your body's been breaking down its own muscle tissue to create the glycogen. The only problem is... The longer that you're awake, the less that you store a carb as glycogen. So if by the time you get home, you haven't eaten for 10 hours straight and you finally have a carbohydrate, you're going to store it completely different than if you would have ate that same carb whenever you woke up. So you've gone all day eating your own muscle tissue. By the time you do eat the carbohydrate, it's too late. So your body stores that glycogen away as body fat or just craps it into the toilet and you've been hungry all day because your body's been eating its own muscle tissue. So it's been craving carbs the whole day. You haven't been feeding it. So by the time you get home, that's when you want to overeat in them. That's when most people are eating their mashed potatoes or they're eating their rice and their pasta and everything else. Sorry, I had to give like a long-winded explanation for that how that whole process it's and how okay. it works. Can I give but, two follow-up questions real yeah. quick? First question is, do boogers have glycogen? Because <laughs> <laughs> some sometimes, you know, like... You do the double take to see if anybody's looking, and you have enough time to actually get the thing out, but then you have a separate problem, which is where do I put this now? And if you're like at work or in a public place, I mean, 
you know, it's unacceptable to right. just, you know, wipe it on the wall or something like that. Because if, especially if you're stationary in your cubicle, somebody's going to come by and they see a booger there. So, I mean, the, it's almost the polite thing to do for society is to just down that thing. Right. <laughs> if it has glycogen, I mean, that could that could help out. With well, it doesn't, but anything. that, when you ask me what is a good snack to have during that time <laughs> after you get home from work... Boogers are great because they're low in carbohydrates, but the fatty membrane that surrounds the mucus is okay at that time because you haven't had carbs after 3 p.m., so you can increase the amount of fat that you take Ah. in. Boogers, Ah. almonds, um, peanut butter, protein shakes, like all those things are great snacks to have at that time because they're low in carbs. They can be higher in fat because you're not having the carbohydrates after 3 p.m. So boogers would work great. Um, so you're saying nuts okay? Yes, almonds, um, like I said, peanut butter, any vegetables. Here's the thing and why I pointed out that there's there's the extra fat that's in the boogers and why it's okay at that time. If, if you wake up and you have a, a big breakfast of, say, oatmeal and Greek yogurt and uh, maybe a piece of you know bread or something, it's okay to have carbohydrates in the morning. In fact, that's when you want to have the most amount of carbs of your entire day. So what it should look like, like if we were on that graph, you're going to spike for carbohydrates. Your peak's going to be as soon as you wake up. Mm. You take in, you know, 40, 50 grams of carbohydrates. It's fine because your body's ready to store all that away as glycogen. You'll have a little bit that maybe you uh, put into the toilet and, and, and put into the fat cells, but most of that's going to get stored in the muscles glycogen. And anything that you do uh, that you store as some other substrate or whatever, you're going to burn it up immediately. But... The rest of the day, you want to kind of wean those carbohydrates off until you hit 3 p.m. At 3 p.m., that's it. You're cut off for the day. There's no more because your body doesn't need to store those away as glycogen anymore. So if 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 you start getting past 3 p.m. and you've cut your carbohydrates off, it is okay to increase the amount of fat that you take in. Mm. Because you don't want to be – you don't want to – the worst thing you can do is eat carbs and fats together. Do you, If you have something that's full of fat and it's full of sugar, that's just like a double whammy and your body's ready to just fill up the fat cells. So you're saying in the morning, roll and flick, after 3 p.m., just go ahead and down in. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what what I also suggest past the boogers is I do like people to eat green things, but I would prefer it to be like broccoli and asparagus. So Oh, my boogers aren't green. <laughs> oh, well, a little bit of red, a you little sure bit of yellow, <laughs> mostly orange. but It could be an infection. You could be sick. Yeah, that's true. I don't if that's the cl- case, you'd probably be eating antibiotics or something. I don't clean but- underneath my fingernails either. So that probably, <laughs> once I introduce that bacteria oh. into the nasal cavity. <laughs> I'm sure good. that tastes great. But af- after 3 p.m., because we're cutting the carbohydrates off, you can increase the amount of fat that you're taking in. Because your body's going to process things a lot differently now that you're taking the carbohydrates out. So... What I'll tell my clients, especially the new ones that aren't used to eating all of these greens, the broccoli, the asparagus, the boogers, is it's okay to take something that's higher in fat like a, like a salad dressing or maybe if you have to use a little bit of butter or something to put these vegetables into to make them taste better, to make them more palatable to get now, them Now, you've mentioned a couple things, and this is a legit question that I want to mm-hmm. ask cause for myself, so I'm selfish, so I'm trying to get some free trainer advice. Um in this 30-day challenge, some of the things you've been mentioning, though, are probably not things that you're going to either easily make yourself or I don't want people who are listening to get the wrong idea. So, for instance, you've mentioned, like, salad dressing. Right. 
So if I go home and I throw vinegar and oil together and throw some garlic cloves in there and pepper and salt, it's okay. But if I buy it in a bottle at the store, not okay. No, there are certain ones that are uh, like certified. This is organic. Like okay. this has been made in a place where there's no preservatives. There's nothing that you have a you, the shelf life's not as long. But that's that's the point. The preservatives and the sodium is used to increase the shelf life. So what I did when I was on that whole foods diet is I still bought some quote unquote processed food. Right. But all of it had to have basically like two ingredients or less. Right. Is what I went by. So like I noticed that when I went peanut butter was a big one. Yeah. You could pick up one kind of peanut butter, and it the ingredients actually were Peanuts. probably five paragraphs long oh. or whatever. And then, yeah, and then I picked up another brand, and you had to stir it together. Right. But it had one ingredient. Peanuts. Imagine that. You know, that's what it's well, made out of. So. And, and you bring up a subject that is very important, and that is the organic label. There, there's a lot of bureaucratic shit that goes into being called organic, and there's a huge price tag. So... There are legitimate, reputable companies out there that that are manufacturing foods that they're they're good for you. They're healthy. They probably should be called organic, but because they didn't have the financial resources to go through all the testing and bullshit that it costs to get that label slapped on there, couldn't actually put that on the product. So, mm. like you said, you flip it over and you go, "Well, there's only two ingredients. Yeah, there's so- no chemicals listed on here. There's." There's nothing in this. Like it's basically the two raw materials, and I'm putting them together. It just doesn't say organic because this company couldn't afford to be certified as organic. So that front of the package versus back of the package thing. Yes, exactly. But um, another th- thing you mentioned real quick is a uh, protein powder. Right. That seems to me like it has to be. You know, the only way you can buy it is pretty processed, and they'll put it in a a nice flavor or something like that to make it like cookies and cream. Although it doesn't have sugar. Right. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Like if you go to the gym and you're actually lifting weights instead of just doing, you know, aerobics right. or something. This is where I would recommend that you go to a place where you can actually talk to like a customer service representative or someone that's knowledgeable with the products, which is why I always recommend Supplement Superstore because the guys are very knowledgeable with their products. But the thing about like like protein powder is actually it's the opposite. Instead of it being preservatives, they actually cook a lot of the stuff out of it. So what you're doing is whenever you take a protein powder, like the ones that say they're a, they're a whey isolate or they're micro filtered, essentially what happens is they cook these things. And the more they cook them, the more bacteria and preserves everything that they're taking out of it until you get to just that you know raw whey protein itself. Where the preservatives and the bad stuff come in is what have they flavored it with? What did they start throwing in there either sugar-wise or sugar-substitute-wise to to make that taste better? That's where you would go in and you would talk to the person behind the counter and say, look, you know, what is your what is your protein powder here that has the least amount of preservatives? Where can I get just some straight, filtered, isolate whey protein because I'm on this 30-day Team Sam challenge and I need something that's not loaded with a bunch of bad stuff? And they can point you in the direction of which one of those proteins have just been cooked. <laughs> have been cooked out and don't have all the other stuff in it flavoring it that makes it bad. You can't do that <laughs> while, I, while we're recording. Well, I <laughs> just... I wish you guys could see. We need a fucking webcam so you can see Jordan over here pulling his fucking eyelids down while I'm talking so that I can see like, the red fleshy part. <laughs> well, I just thought of a third option for the whole booger situation. It's like if you could slip that thing under your lower eyelid real quick... <laughs> I mean, you could always get to it later. It'll keep it moist, so you're not going to have to, like, peel it off or anything. Oh, Isn't like, so, I thought uh, I heard. That's a way to get high. 
Was like uh, putting no. boogers or something under your eyelid? You're thinking of butt chugging. That's a <laughs> completely separate thing. Oh, wait, no. How did I confuse butt chugging with putting boogers under your eyelids Well, to you're high? the guy that knows anatomy. You tell us. Uh, well, actually, I was thinking... Because there's also like licking a frog's ass or something else. It's related to that. <laughs> like you lick a frog's ass, you get high. But then I heard something about putting boogers or something. A Frenchman's butt? <laughs> You're supposed to lick a Frenchman's butt. Anyway, uh, well, I, oh, use, bonjour. <laughs> I use the phrase at work a lot because people tend to get wrapped around the axle when they're looking at a problem. Uh-huh. And I'll say... Uh, you're in analysis paralysis, you right. know? Do you think a lot of your people, when they're like, oh, is it okay if I have this? Is it okay if I have this? Oh, I don't know what to do. Right. I'll just fall back on, you know, my my normal ways. Do, do you think analysis paralysis, when it comes to food choices, um, is a factor in people not succeeding? Definitely, because I'll get asked, well, what's a healthy recipe for this? What's a way to make that? What's a way to make chicken marsala, blah, 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 blah with it being healthy and fat-free? Yeah, how they're can you so, make the KFC double down? Right, they're so focused on how can you do all this and still make it taste great because they're still focused on the whole emotion of eating. Right. And so I don't know if it's so much analysis or if it's just them catering to their taste buds, but they want to not only overcomplicate everything, but they're still looking for that that emotion, that happy feeling, that rush from eating. Mm-hmm. So, it's the, the 30-day challenge is to get you out of looking at food as, as a happiness, as a way to make yourself feel good. You start to look at it as just, it's just fuel. Of course, it's going to taste bland because that's all it is. It's just nutrients. You need this many fucking protein and you need this many carbs at a certain point of the day and this much fat and this many overall calories to make your body function properly and so that you have the proper amount of fuel to to make all this process happen, but you're not eating it to feel great. But that's where the one, all these recipes, oh, it's going to taste good because if it tastes good, I'll feel good. Right. And so, like I said, I don't know if it's so much that they overanalyze it or it's just that constant focus on how can I do this to make me happy. Well, what I was going to ask to be solution-oriented, have you ever thought about on your website or having a link somewhere where you can have like a list of brands or foods in general that are team sam approved for the 30-day challenge so that people could go and oh you know i want to know if this protein powder is approved and then just because it's not on the list doesn't mean it's not necessarily good but they could at least find one or two examples of this is what is approved no and that's a very good idea and i had my client tiffany few weeks ago, she she said oh, that exact Tiffany. same thing. She said, you know, why don't you just get a list of this stuff made up so that you can just hand it out to everybody and it's printed and it's there and it's easy to follow. And when, when, I, when I opened my first studio, when I first went into business for myself, I had all these ideas about how I was going to have food lists and it's going to have Team Sam on it. And then I'm going to have these diet plans that are made up and then I could just change it for each, you know, metabolic type. Uh, and I, maybe this is just a... I don't want to say cynical side of me, but I always felt like if I did that, it would seem gimmicky. You know, like, right. try this. It works body wrap. Like, ooh, it's the Team Sam diet. And I thought, oh, man, then I feel like I'm fucking selling out. Like, well, But, but you're me, right. After yeah. Tiffany said that, and the more all, all these people that I have on Instagram and Twitter that are following me and doing the 30-day Team Sam, they take their pictures every day, they hashtag it, I start going, well, maybe there is something that a lot of these companies – yeah, there's a reason why that these sell so much is it's part of branding. I always see it as oh, it looks like a looks like some crappy marketing gimmick. It looks like it's you know uh, some type of uh, not scam, but it looks like it's. Uh, well, what I mentioned was it's a tool to put in your toolbox, right? Right. So and if you did have that, now 
I think where other companies go wrong that have the gimmicky diets is they're just like, here it is, this is what you need, and that's the end of the story, instead of also teaching them, but this is how I came up with these right, decisions. Right. And if you know the rules to make the decisions, you can also go out and find your own food and recipes based on this set of rules. No, you're 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 totally right on that. And and the more that I hear my clients ask for it that say, Will you make this? Will you have this? I go, you know what? That's probably something that I should do. So it is something that I'll be working on. It's just that I guess it's that indie side of me that wants to be like, I know fucking sell out, I know team well, Sam list, but it's like well, it's, it's really necessary. It's your once, hipster. Once, yeah, once the food actually <laughs> says Team Sam on it, then you know you're in trouble. Yeah. Which that last comment is going out. I have a Twitter follower and he's an interesting guy. His uh, his Twitter handle is, is at Dustin. I think it's Dustin Cudi. Mm, or Dustin. Let me look it up. Hold on one second. I want to make sure that I have this right because he's quite the interesting guy to follow. And I was going to give him a shout out. He's at Cudi Dusty. How you spell that? C O O D Y D U S T Y. And uh, there's sometimes, I don't know if this guy is just being a, a smartass and he's trolling me or if he's legitimate, but either way, he's very passionate about the stuff he tweets about, and I find it interesting, sometimes entertaining. Um, he actually sent me a tweet earlier today, and it said, uh, Sam, the trainer podcast, is your baldness just a cheap attempt at capturing some of Susan Powder's magic? Hashtag stop the insanity. So, Dusty Cootie. If you're just fucking with me, then you can eat my ass. But <laughs> if not, all this shit about me not Is that on having, the team Sam menu? <laughs> not having pre-planned Sam diets and written out sheets, it's so that I don't seem mainstream, buddy. So you can take that for what it's worth. But yes, Jordan, I, I'm planning on, on coming up with some sheets that have this stuff printed out on it. Something that's a little easier for my clients to get access to. And again, a lot of the people that are on the 30 day team Sam challenge do not train with me. So it doesn't cost anything. It's not a, uh, it's not a shake weight or a body wrap. It's just an easy way to jumpstart your plan and get on it. Sounds like you need a team Sam app. I do. I need a Team Sam app. We're working on Team Sam yoga pants right now. That can, the app could post to Instagram for you. You could choose from the list of after 3 p.m. foods, before 3 p.m. foods. That That is a that's an excellent idea. It just, I would have to find people to program that and, and put all that stuff together because there's, it would be very overwhelming for the me. The app could be free. You could offer in-app purchases or advertisements for the foods that are on the list. It could make you money without costing the clients anything. If there is a way that they can make the app where like the, the clients that, that upload this thing or that download this thing, where it automatically turns the camera on their phone so I can watch them when they're eating all day. Oh, they so have that I can... an app for that. It's called the NSA. <laughs> yeah, it already, I just got to get the government to loan this uh, software to me. But yeah, if there's a way that I could watch That's hashtag them. hashtag Uncle Sam, not hashtag <laughs> Team Sam. But it's amazing. I'll have people go, so, you know, how you doing on the challenge? Or just, you know, for my... Just, just my everyday clients. You know, how, how you doing with the diet? How you doing with the nutrition? Oh, I've been doing great. I have been on it this week, and I'll be like, "Oh, have you?" Because I looked up your fucking Facebook post from yesterday, Wednesday, and it showed me that you were out at happy hour and you took a picture of the plate of fucking nachos that you just devoured the night before. So, are you lying, or did you just think that those were whole wheat nachos and they were <laughs> bad for you? So, if we get an app that. Uh, 
takes the pictures that my clients aren't just posting to Facebook already so that I could see what they're actually doing on the other 23 hours of the day that they're not with me, uh, that would be great. Then so I'll, instead of face recognition software, you need food recognition yeah, software. <laughs> totally. Totally. Uh, that's not a grilled cheese sandwich. That's just me in my yoga pants. <laughs> Oh, man. I really am working on Team Sam Yoga Pants right now. I got uh, a... A seamstress? <laughs> yeah. No, I have uh, one of my clients. Her uh, her fiancé runs a uh, a printing company where they do like t-shirts and all kinds of apparel. And so he's, he's getting me some samples right now, and he's giving me a really good price quote. So I'm trying to figure out how I want the design to be. If I wanted to say like hashtag Team Sam on the leg or like like TS across the ass or what I think would work best. But I've thrown the idea out there and like all of my clients are like, Oh yeah, I would, I would definitely buy a pair of those. So it's not the same as having a list of how did this turn stuff? into a marketing <laughs> brainstorming session when you're supposed to be talking about the 30 yeah, day that's another episode. challenge. <laughs> Just so that hopefully after this, I get all these tweets like, Oh, when are the team Sam yoga pants coming When's out? When's the app coming out? <laughs> Where's the high? Sh- how should I bro under armor shirt? <laughs> With the cut-off sleeves. All right. We're going to wrap this thing up right now. I just want to let everybody know, if you are interested on jump-starting your training, your results, you would like to do the hashtag 30-Day Team Sam. If you're on Twitter, if you're on Instagram, start following me. On Instagram, I am at AdamRawSTL. On Twitter, I am at Sam underscore the underscore trainer. And all you have to do is... Start posting pictures every day. You have to take a picture of yourself. You have to hashtag 30 day team Sam, and then you got to follow the whole criteria no processed foods, no carbs after 3 p.m. And if you would like something that's a lot more detailed than that, you can message me, you can email me at lwacombat.gmail.com, or come see me up at Extreme Krav Maga and Fenton. So, hold on, I have one other thing. Yes. <laughs> It's not booger related, but off the air, we can talk more about that. So are we thinking that when this episode drops, you should do another uh, challenge yourself for 30 days? I do one and Tim does one. And so after they listen to this episode, they can see it in action and then do a follow-up episode Oh, it I drops think, thirty days. Yes, after that, that that is a great. It'd be like idea. a re- reality TV. I think that I is want a great to take idea. a picture of myself every day. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Uh, 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 you can't get in the way of destiny. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's. No, That's why there's not going to be a Dave Pickerel. Uh, team Sam 30 Day. T- There's not 30 pictures of Dave Pickerel in existence. <laughs> there are. Hey, you're, Doris trains with us now as well. I know so. she said she's up to uh, two days. Two days a week. Yeah, she's doing both days with us. So if I can if I can convince her, I think I'm able to get Dave Pickard to the 30 day Team ZM challenge. I don't even know if he knows what an Instagram is. But I think that is a great idea. I think that we should all take it up. Now I do the challenge quite often myself, so I'm no rookie to this. That's pretty easy for me to stick with. But the other two people at this table with Jordan and Tim, 
you guys don't have Instagram accounts, you're going to have to create one. Or you got to post these pictures to Twitter and watch out because Dustin Cootie might think that you're selling out and doing this shit. <laughs> well, if I have to sign up for Instagram, this is too challenging already. <laughs> no, okay, let's do that. And then maybe like once a week or something, we could even go to like an organic Whole Food grocery store and take the picture all together. Yes, that is, a, that is an How excellent idea. How bro-like would that be? That is an excellent idea. That would be bromantic. All righty. So for the How Should I Brew podcast, I'm Sam Richardson. I'm Tim Pickerel. And what have I gotten myself into? <laughs> hey, we will catch you guys on the next download. Ah, that tear. <laughs>